Welcome, everyone. This is a Council of Institutional Investors educational podcast. I'm Jeff Mahoney, General Counsel of CII. This episode is entitled, How Critical Audit Matters Benefit Investors. Our special guest is Jamie J. Smith, Associate Professor at the University of Texas at Austin at the McComb School of Business. Professor Smith is the co-author of a new research paper entitled, Have Critical Audit Matter Disclosures Indirectly Benefited Investors by Constraining Earnings Management, Evidence from Tax Accounts. Welcome, Professor Smith. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us. Well, thank you for having me. It's certainly a pleasure to be here today. I hope all of your listeners are staying safe and healthy during this strange time. Professor, let me start off with many of our listeners may not be familiar with critical audit matters or so-called CAMs. So can you start by explaining what are CAMs and what was the impetus for your research on CAMs? Sure. So critical audit matters are the matters in the financial statement audit that involved especially challenging, subjective, or complex auditor judgment. The PCAOB or the U.S. Audit Standards Center recently required these matters to be disclosed to investors in the audit report. Now, the primary intent of these disclosures was to make the audit report more informative to investors. So to that end, the matters should relate to accounts or disclosures that are material to the financial statements, and they should arise from conversations held with the audit committee. These typically relate to accounts that involve higher estimation uncertainties, such as goodwill, intangible assets, tax tax accruals, etc. Now, regarding the reason we started our research project, like many others, we were interested in understanding the implications of the new reporting standards in the U.S. and worldwide. Really, the movement toward more informative audit reports began as early as 2013, when the U.K. was the first country to adopt a requirement that the auditors say more in their audit reports. My early research looks at whether the expanded U.K. audit reports are informative to investors. That research, along with some other concurrent archival research, struggled to find such association. In other words, in an archival setting, we, were, we couldn't find much evidence that investors were responding to the new inf- information in the UK audit reports. However, the research was really mixed. There were some experimental studies in other set settings that did document evidence that investors were getting information out of those reports. Also, there was some anecdotal and survey evidence suggesting the same. But knowing the early research was mixed and wanting to learn more about the impact of critical audit matter disclosures, especially in the U.S., I started following the early CAM disclosures for the June 2020 SEC filers. I noticed that many of the CAM disclosures related to tax, which really isn't surprising given it's a complex area and very hard to audit. I remember back from when I was auditing. I also knew that the PCAOB in its final standard stated that a potential indirect benefit of the new auditor disclosures could be increased scrutiny of the matters that underlie the critical audit matter disclosures. That potential benefit, along with the large number of disclosed tax CAMs, made me wonder if there could be an indirect benefit relating to the underlying tax disclosures. That's when I reached out to some of my tax colleagues that I trust, uh, Nathan Goldman, Catherine Drake, and Stephen Lush. We began to explore the possibility with this research project. So, Professor, in, in April, Uh, the Public Company Accounting Oversight Board requested comments on an interim analysis of critical audit matter disclosures. As part of that request, the PCAOB asked whether CAMs result in any changes that may have an effect on investors. So based on your research, can you explain to us how CAMs 
can result in changes that may benefit long-term investors like CII members. In this particular study, at least, we find that the tax-related CAM disclosures or the critical audit matter disclosures are associated with a lower likelihood that the audited company uses the tax expense account to meet analyst consensus earnings forecast. So for these companies, we also find that there are increases in the reported reserve for prior period uncertain tax benefits. So let me explain this in, in different words that might make more, more sense to some of your listeners. In other words, we provide some evidence that the critical audit matter disclosures have constrained management's ability to alter tax estimates in order to meet projected earnings targets. Instead, we find that the tax estimates are actually being more conservative or being reported more conservatively. While we can't know for sure, our studies suggest that CAMs are resulting in greater scrutiny of the accounts that underlie the critical audit matter disclosures. Keep in mind that much of the present day balance sheets and estimate, as our financial reporting framework has moved toward an increased disclosure of fair values, with that comes large ranges of possible right answers for any given balance on the balance sheet. Critical audit matters could be indirect, indirectly benefiting investors by reining in management's ability to disclose overly optimistic estimates. So, Professor, can you identify for us and describe the best example of a CAM from the 2020 audit reports that you believe provides significant benefits to long-term investors? Sure, I'd happy to identify my favor or what I think is the best, but keep in mind that's gonna depend a little bit on the investor's perspective. So first, let me just give you some general observations about the CAMs. Their informativeness probably depends on how a person understands the company and its risks. So for example, what does the critical audit matter disclosure communicate to me or to an investor that's new? So for example, I personally like to compare the CAMs to the critical accounting estimates disclosed by management. Are there CAMs by the auditor that were not critical accounting estimates disclosed by management? If so, this is important new information to me. I also like to look at management's footnote disclosures relating to the underlying matter of the CAM. In many ways, the auditor's report acts as a roadmap to the areas of the financial statements with the greatest uncertainty. If the CAM area involved challenging, subjective, or complex auditor judgment, then it also likely involves subjective or complex management judgment. Management's footnotes can tell me about the assumptions management's using to make their estimate. Now, to answer your question, my favorite critical audit matter disclosure is the Procter & Gamble Auditor's Report that was issued in August 2019. In that report, the auditor identified the evaluation of goodwill and intangible assets for impairment as a critical audit matter. In particular, the auditor describes how the asset write-down of the Gillette brand evolved. The impairment of the Gillette brand was not inconsequential, but $1.6 billion pre-tax. While we cannot know if the asset impairment prompted the CAM or the CAM prompted the asset impairment, it does suggest to me that the CAMs could be affecting company disclosures and are likely going to be very beneficial to investors. That concludes this podcast episode. On behalf of the Council of Institutional Investors, I want to thank our special guest, Jamie J. Smith. Associate Professor at the University of Texas at Austin at the Macomb School of Business. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast or CI views on CAMs, please feel free to contact me at Jeff, J-E-F-F at C-I-I dot O-R-G. Till next time, I'm Jeff Mahoney. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Voice of Corporate Governance, brought to you by the Council of Institutional Investors. The Voice of Corporate Governance is a free, non-sponsored podcast that highlights critical developments in corporate governance and other important issues affecting institutional investors. The views expressed by those interviewed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of CII or its members. For more information on CII and its policies on corporate governance, please visit our website at www.cii.org.